are geek-centric, and you can be too. Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. My name is Nate, and in this episode, we're discussing our reactions to the PlayStation Showcase 2021 while using all the sacred symbols to pick up our jaws off the floor after this incredible showing from PlayStation Studios. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is a weekly show covering the world of film, television, gaming, toys, and collectibles, and all things Geekcentric. Joining me on the show, you know, you, you, might, you might know him, you might have seen him around, maybe on a what if or two. Uh, we have the dastardly demonic death looper himself, Darcy Hudson. Yeah, I mean, after this showcase, I think it's pretty easy to see why I'm talking on this one, at least. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get yeah. you in. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, 100%, especially as we get near the end of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they've got some... Yeah, uh, the nice bookends for yeah, us to talk about. <laughs> absolutely. And and some, some marvelous uh, reveals, for sure. Uh, but I'm also stoked to have back on the show for her second time. The marvelous queen of video games. She fights through the fire and also through the flames. She's the dame to end all video dames, Alyssa Baller Balistrari. You're just making me miss uh, Guitar Hero. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I apologize. Whip out the guitar right now That's it. and put That's it on it. legendary mode. <laughs> oh my gosh. How are all of you doing after that crazy, mind blowing thing from Sony? Glad to own a PS5 again. So, yeah, hey, exactly. yeah. there you go. Again, exactly oh, like to, you didn't have one. Well, no, I just I wasn't. I was excited at the beginning, and then nothing came out. And now they've announced oh. all this great stuff, and now I'm like, oh right, this is a, a next gen console. I'm excited to have again. <laughs> oh right, we actually <laughs> yeah. need to wait for them to yeah. make the games. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, at least I know there's good coming. Before it was just radio silence, so that was it's nice. <laughs> totally, Alyssa. Have you been enjoying your your PlayStation Five so far? Yeah, I mean, it's really a, a great console to play Fortnite on. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I did uh, feel the same way as Darcy. Like, I've, I played Miles Morales. I totally finished it. And then I just haven't played it for the last mm-hmm. 10 months. So wow. my Xbox has gotten a lot of love. But after this announcement, I'm very excited to get cool. back into it. Let's get back into it. Let's get into uh, right away. Um, you know, the, the entire showcase started with sort of this opening hype trailer uh it was like a, a a global brand advertisement with the mantra of you know play has no limits so epic got me so hyped for this event what did you two think of this opening uh sort of uh, montage or chess game or i don't know what was kind of going on but it was a <laughs> short film uh, yes yeah <laughs> i was hooked i got, like you said i got me really in, into the in the whole showcase thing set up really nicely so i kind of want to see a game like that it seems like a perfect mm. you know gameplay style for now with all these online being you know front of the line games i feel like that'd be really popular and interesting totally i think that the entire ad gave the same vibes as like the high action and epic storytelling that the games that Sony puts out, mm-hmm. you know, so it really fit that. And I loved how they had those statues in the background or all the different sort of references to the, mm-hmm. the first uh, party studio games. A hundred percent. I didn't, I didn't notice any of those things. So I'm happy to go back and do a rewatch and check oh, yeah. out some Easter eggs. But um, I thought that originally it was some kind of like cyberpunk game. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like mm-hmm. P- PlayStation's making a cyberpunk game. Oh no, wait, it's chess. Nope. Is that Rebecca Black? No? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. 
But like yeah. in retrospect, it's totally like a kind of like a commentary on how PlayStation is definitely playing chess and not checkers. Like they're mm. they're playing the long game. They're like, this is our console. It's amazing. Uh, we have this incredible lineup and studios ready to go. Even though we ended like the PS4 era with a bang, PS5 and the years to come are going to be nuts. And mm-hmm. I love I love how you kind of put that there because I also think not only does it represent that, but it, it also shows and speaks to the diversity of the PlayStation audience. You yeah. know, there were so many different people in that trailer um, and I just thought it was super cool to, to kind of see that. All I know though, honestly... Like I want, I want those tall knee high boots with the with the sacred symbols <laughs> yes. on them. That's, I would love that, uh, and I would totally dress up as like a Matrix person just running around. Even if I'm just a chess piece, I don't care. PlayStation, I'll be your chess piece. Um, but no, absolutely hype. Uh, let's move into the the first trailer that they they showed. I think it was such a great way to start things off. Uh, we got the reveal uh, of Knights of the Old Republic remake, not remaster remake uh darcy i mean you know our listeners know we are huge star wars fans here at geek centric so what did you think of seeing uh good old darth revan showing up with those updated graphics to be honest i wasn't that surprised no i was very excited don't get me wrong but i wasn't surprised because the resurgence of the revan merchandise in stores and stuff like that recently Mm. kind of made me think Mm. that is this coming back are they going to be going back to that time frame and so to see, see this reveal come uh, come to fruition it was just like ah there that's how he's coming back and why he's more important again. Yeah. So I like I was I'm really excited. I loved the game the first time and I can't wait to play this this remake and see what uh, PlayStation does with it. Yeah, I was gonna say, Alyssa, have you have you ever checked out the original Knights of the Old Republic on on Xbox? I vaguely vaguely remember playing this game on my like Xbox or my Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you said Darth Revan, I was like, wow, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm more of like a like a Star Wars movie fan and more of a newer movie fan, so. Um, I've been like going back and watching them and I'm going to try to get into Clone Wars as well. So uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting kind of entry point for me to start with and kind of learn the history of why people are so hyped about this game. Uh, I just, I loved Fallen Order. So I'm hoping that it's going to be kind of the same vibe um, and more like, I guess, choice based from what I could see that the original game was. It's gotten a lot of Mass Effect vibes from what I remember, at least. It's been a long time since I've played it, but it, it, a lot of your decisions do affect your story path throughout the game. So I'm I'm really looking forward to playing it again. And, you know, the the producer at Aspire, uh, Ryan Treadwell, uh, they did an interview after the, the entire showcase, and he was saying that this is a complete remake of that story. And so they're rebuilding the game from the ground up uh, while maintaining the integrity of the story and character from the original. So um, I think it's cool. I'm hoping for a much higher level of, like, Fidelity. I hope there's a lot more movement. Um, one of my, I tried playing the game. I'll be honest with you, it did not get its hooks in me as much as I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, so I'm really hoping that like they not only update the graphics, but they also mm-hmm. update that gameplay to be able to kind of pay attention to what gamers are expecting out of a video game these days, especially from a standpoint of traversal and and movement and especially animation. Uh, I'm hoping it's a lot more fluid than than the original. So I'm thinking that's what we're getting. I'm getting that vibe. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You can't bring that game back and not polish off everything that was wrong with it because it is a dated game. There's a reason why I haven't gone back to play it. And it's because, like you said, it's very clunky feeling. And so, again, hopefully this remake really does it justice and, and then takes it further. 
Oh, absolutely. Because I think yeah. I think that's I think out of anything with an RPG, the story is always even more than the gameplay and the and mm-hmm. the, the the moves. The characters are what matter the most. And so, especially with some of the original team from Knights of the Old Republic apparently joining Aspire to maintain that originality, I think it's going to be really cool. Um, and it is a PlayStation exclusive. However, it is a timed exclusive according oh. to what I saw on Twitter. So uh, it will be coming to Xbox at some point. Uh, which I'm wondering if they're going to do a whole sort of celebration like. Backward originally belongs or something like that. Because, <laughs> oh, gross. You know, kind of a whole Microsoft, you know, I don't know, I don't know if they go that far. Um, but let's let's uh, let's shift things up a little bit and talk about Project Eve. Uh, this is the first title for Studio Shift Up. Um, and I don't know, it's giving me Platinum Games vibes so hard mm-hmm. right now. Bayonetta meets Vanquish meets yeah. Astral Chain. Um, very high octane, very skin tight leather <laughs> Japanese yep. storyline weeaboo sort of I don't you know I'm, I'm waifu kind of energy waifu energy <laughs> Alyssa are you gonna get down with this waifu energy here or I what mean, are you thinking I honestly wish like anything with a strong female lead I would yeah. be totally into it but it didn't speak to me like it's yeah. not something that I'm really interested in and mm-hmm. from from the visuals like it looks awesome looks like yeah. it's gonna be a lot of fun but I don't know. It's not for me. I mean, a single player storyline, like a single player game, which is what this really looks. I don't think this is multiplayer in any way. The story has to grab you from the get. You know what I mean? The very first trailer I see, I need to be invested in that story. And, you know, even though it's 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 Japanese and it's it's subtitled and everything like that, I'm just I can't get into some of these very anime-esque sort of yeah. storylines that Cthulian just don't grab monsters. me right away. Yeah, the, the mo- it had eyeballs on its eyeballs, things like yeah. that. <laughs> Oh, that's, we don't uh, ask and questions. I guess, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's where I differ from you two because I'm a huge fan of Japanese culture and media mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I've played all those anime-inspired games or like very heavily, you know, Japanese. And again, I got excited when I saw this trailer because it's right up my alley in terms of you know big creepy monsters in space and a future apocalypse. It's checking all the boxes for something I uh, or a story I'd want to hear or explore. Yeah, I mean, listen, if the gameplay brings it up to uh, like an 8.5 or 9, I'll definitely give it a shot. But I, I just don't have as much hope, you know, like Alyssa, you're saying, like for that storyline. So mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see. That game is going to be coming out. Uh, oh, no date for that one. Never mind. Nope. Uh, <laughs> let's also talk about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands coming out March 25th of next year. Uh, this is from Gearbox. We finally got gameplay for it. This was announced uh, a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been a Borderlands fan. Uh, what Same. about yourselves? Same idea? Uh, I've never Massive once played. fan. Oh, okay. okay. Massive so fan. Let's, let's hear it, Darcy. Yeah. What did you think I, of this, uh, this showing? Well, I've, I've been waiting for this game since, again, it was announced a while ago. And uh, after Borderlands 2, when you do the new game plus storyline, it's actually narrated by Tiny Tina as if it okay. was a tabletop role-playing game. And so that that playthrough alone made me want something like this. And the fact that we finally got gameplay for it and it just looks like Borderlands in medieval times type thing, I'm I'm 100% on board. And I can't <laughs> wait for this wild humor that they that border, or the Borderlands team is known for you know cramming into their games. So I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I find that the art style, of course, is is kind of interesting. It's not something that I've seen quite often. Um, the thing that got me in the trailer that I was a little bit interested in was that, like, what Darcy said, the t- top-down, um, like, D&D board yep. with, like, mm-hmm. the dice and, um, like, the little uh, push pin in the, <laughs> in the landscape. So I'm always a, a sucker for some good humor in a, in a video game, so I'm open to playing it. 
but uh, again, it, it has to grab you from the get-go. And this was probably not my uh, pick of the entire showcase that that grabbed me from right away. Sure, and I don't. I I also wouldn't think like I mean, this is a spinoff at this point. They've already had a whole trilogy right. of these games, um, and probably I think a few couple other spinoffs and and uh, Tales from the Borderlands and so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I don't necessarily know if this is the game to like be like. Are you interested in this series? Jump in here. Um, and so that might, might have been why that, that might not have grabbed you. It didn't grab me as well. I think, you know, it, I'm a little bit worried that the series has gotten away from me at this point. And it's like, I just yeah. have no hope. It's like, it's too far in. And, and then like, if I go back to the first one, I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to be modern enough for me to enjoy it. So I'm a little worried that that's the case, but I don't know, Darcy, you're, you're shaking I your know, head. It's, 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 a, it's just such a tongue in cheek game. Like everything yeah. about the game is a joke, despite being a really good loot and shoot game at its core. And so like, I I've, I've been hooked since the first game because the humor is so entertaining. And like, just a, a brief example is that, you know, that diamond unicorn you see running across the screen in the trailer, yeah. that's butt stallion. That's the name of that <laughs> that creature. It's Butt what? Stallion. Butt and like, Stallion. Okay. So that's oh the type of God. humor that, that the Borderlands team is known for. And that's right. why I, I am always excited to pick up one of their games. Because it's so over the top and ridiculous. Well, I'm really intrigued to see if the movie that they're working on is going to maybe get more people into it. We saw that happen with The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, when oh, that totally. series hit Netflix. And everyone's like, I gotta download this game now. And so <laughs> we might see that. Plus, I mean, I dig Ashley Birch so much. I love her so so yeah. much and so to see her range I mean we know her as uh, Aloy um, you've yeah. seen her on Mythic Quest but um, to see her take on this tiny Tina character uh, I think that's really really fun so really cool stuff let's get to uh, this next one and I, I am I am just so amped for this <laughs> this is from Luminous Productions uh, you've probably never heard of them I haven't heard of them before this game I, th- I don't know if they're new uh, but mm. this game Forspoken uh, coming mm. spring of 2022 um, oh my gosh, it's written by Amy Hennig, who you might know from Uncharted, uh, as well as the one and only Gary Mavwitta, Mav- <laughs> who, who uh, you know, Star Wars fans, kind of funny fans will know as one of the lead writers of Rogue One uh, and the Book of Eli. This guy knows how to write the characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Amy Hennig is phenomenal with her character interaction. Um, and I, I'll admit, I was a little worried about the whole sort of fish out of water character and you know coming from the real world to the fantasy world sort of trope but it seems like in this trailer she's going to really come into her own and i think the writers are smart enough to be able to kind of get over that really quickly and really focus in on the some of the more mythical elements of it with a few you know f words thrown into the mix <laughs> sure. um let's hear it what did you what did you uh think darcy of this uh this trailer for Forspoken. Well, like I said earlier, I'm a huge fan of Japanese media. And like you said, a big trope over there is the isekai genre, where it's just someone transported to a fantasy world or another time and, and experiencing or like using their powers to for to better the, the society there. And that alone, I'm like, oh, it's an isekai game? I'm interested. And then the rest of the trailer just had me even more hooked. It like, oh looks gosh. like that that sidekick, you know, the talking rings, it seems like it's going to be a lot the of humor of the in ten it. Rings. The Ten Rings. As well, yeah. I Yeah, I'm so excited for it. Like, I, again, I was... I never heard of it. No, no idea who the company is or what the company's done before. But it, I'm so excited for this game. I mean, you mentioned the anime, Darcy. The the traversal giving me vibes of Attack on Titan mm-hmm, meets mm-hmm. Spider Man. The particle effects very Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Alyssa. I know you're a huge D Strange fan. Um, Strange. You- <laughs> that's what we call him on <laughs> that's, the street. That's, that's a street name. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the uh, the animation and, and the the look of this game? Uh, it's it's very reminiscent of its like 
um, I guess like older sibling, uh, Final Fantasy 15. It's got the same kind of feel. Um, I really loved the Jarvis type banter between <laughs> mm-hmm. the Ten Rings, apparently. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Frey, I think it was her name's Freya or Frey. Frey, Frey yeah. Um, so I'm not the kind of person to, I feel like I'm just like bashing all these games. I really want to play this game, but I've, I've never really gotten into any kind of like medieval, um, IP before. Sure. Um, uh, haven't really gotten into the Witcher. I'm waiting for a PS5 revi- uh, revamp. So mm-hmm. that's coming okay. for me hopefully. But, um, yeah, this, this does really interest me. Like Darcy said, that particular genre where someone is just taken from the normal and like transported to the myth- mythical, uh, realm. Like that's a dream that I'm sure I've had. I'm sure a lot of the mm-hmm. listeners have had to kind of explore your fantasies. And um, it looks like the the cast is really exciting. Uh, I recognize Kayla Steele from uh, the the trailer, and she was like cast in Waitress. She was in um, The Greatest Showman. So I'm really Very excited cool. to see how they use her voice in this uh, in this installment. But mm-hmm. Out of everything, this is probably the most excited I am for something that I'm not already familiar with. Mm-hmm. Totally. And Gary Witta is the man, so oh, I want to support him. He's the man. <laughs> we got to support him. I love the character design, especially a lot of the enemies looking very, I mean, it's very square looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Square totally. yeah. looking. Um, but I, I just think one thing that maybe kind of pushes me past that is that it's, it isn't Final Fantasy. And that is totally. something that I've never really, unfortunately, I've not been able to totally get into the Final Fantasy stuff. So if they can bring some of that to the more action-based you know, single player narrative, um, you know, freaking the music, the music is done by freaking Bear yes. McCreary, who did the music for God of War. And they're also getting Gary Scheinman, who composed for Bioshock. Like this game is hitting on so many levels for yeah. me personally. <laughs> and I've just any game that I can look at and say, like, I'm going to sit down and play that through in probably two sittings, even if it is a long game from a narrative standpoint, I just love that linear storytelling. Uh, and I'm, I'm so stoked for Forspoken. I, I can't believe that it looks as good as it does, but mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's, let's keep moving on here. Um, you know, as we sort of extract from that game, let's talk about rainbow <laughs> six. Extra- I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, this game was announced during the Ubisoft Forward recently, um, and I'm not going to lie, it got so lost in the sauce for me. What did you guys totally. think of Rainbow Six Extraction? I'm not the biggest Tom Clancy fan. I, yeah. All I think is that it looks way different than the last one I played, which was like 10 years ago, and I can't even <laughs> remember the name of. So For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely different than than previous Tom Clancy games, but mm-hmm. but from a standpoint of difference, that's the issue that I have with what I'm seeing from this game. It's just uh, the enemy design looks so bland, and it just yep. looks like the five other multiplayer games that people played recently for one weekend and then gave up on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like <laughs> harsh. So uh, listen, I'm being harsh on it. I'm listen. I'm positive there are Rainbow Six fans out there that are like amped for this game because they're like totally. finally something that's like different and new for us that plays into like the mechanics that we love. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not all about it. Um, meh for me, Alyssa. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Tom Clancy fan. I, I am a sucker for like a Splinter Cell. Give me mm. some Michael Ironside, and like I'm good to go. 
Um, but this game just kind of looked like an amalgamation of like the infected from The Last of Us and like the demigorgons from Stranger Things. Sure. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, this has been done. It's yeah. okay. I don't, I don't need it. You guys take it. I yeah. don't want it. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll wait for the other stuff. There we go. Yeah, you, you have that. You know, you're at the buffet and it's like, no, yeah. no, no. I'm good. You have. It. I've already. I've got enough here. Yeah, I'm good. I get the chicken strips. You can have the weird stir fry. It's all good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, after I know when I've eaten a lot of stir fry i get really tired and sometimes i need to be woken up let's talk about alan wake remastered uh which is surprisingly dropping on october 5th uh great for the spooky times Alyssa. i know you're not too much of a fan of the spookiness but did you ever play alan wake originally on the xbox 360 uh back in the day I didn't, but you know what? I'm so excited that it's being uh, brought to the PS5 because I've always wanted to. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, it It is something that I actually looked into a couple months ago, and on Video Dames, we did a uh, episode on taking your favorite TV show and making it into a game. Mm. And a lot of my inspiration for my pitch, which was Supernatural as a video game, was Alan Wake. I used a lot of like screen caps and um, a lot of like inspiration of the the lighting and everything as my inspiration to kind of pitch it. So it looks spooky. I'm getting better because I'm watching Supernatural. I've seen all the <laughs> Saw movies. Like I'm working on it, but it does seem really interesting. Like a writer who's kind of lost his wife and is looking for her. That's yeah. what I get from this. And immediately I was like, this is something that I'm going to play. October is a write-off. This is what I got. And Alyssa, I'm, you know, I, I'm doing the meme of the, you know, the meme of the guy that points in his head. And <laughs> Where he puts, you Yeah, same brain, you know. You and um, me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I literally have written down here, for those who don't know uh, the storyline of Alan Wake, think it's it's almost like the most memorable episodes of Supernatural mixed yes. with uh, with the movie Insomnia. Uh, I don't know if you've ever Hell seen yeah. Insomnia, but it takes place in, in Alaska. And this this is kind of taking place in like a, uh, you know, a cold sort of, uh, you know, winter town. But um, I'm, I'm definitely going to give this another playthrough. Darcy, did you ever check out Alan Wake on the on the Xbox 360? I honestly have never heard of it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of this style of game either, at least playing through it. I do like watching other people play it. So that I guess I'm Great. looking forward to seeing people get their their selves scared playing this game so well it sounds something. like it sounds like you're sitting in front of two twitch streamers who are probably going to be playing that game come this there October. we go I so, mean, so, there you go. No, you have to now, Alyssa. It's it, Darcy's dependent on you. All right. Yeah, the, two, um, the only you, two I'll watch are you two, so you better play it all the way through. Amazing. Absolutely. Uh, but I mean, Darcy, you, don't be too hostile here because it feels like you're you're kind of holding me at Grand Theft. Uh, that one didn't work. Grand no, Theft no. Auto Five. Everybody, <laughs> is anyone excited for Grand Theft Auto Five again? Um, if it was like eight years ago, I'd say <laughs> hell yeah. You're but right. yeah. It's been a decade, like almost a decade. And it's like one of I I was watching the showcase with friend of the show, Jesse Marino, and he brought up a really great point when the game came on the screen. He's like, listen, PC people who have gotten (laughs) this game a while ago have already modded the graphics to look better than what a PS5 can do. So it almost feels like a backstep to to be seeing this. And it's like, so you've made the graphics better. It's like, no, just. Give us GTA 6 or give us more Red Dead or something. We don't need Do more something GTA new. 5. Yeah. Do something new. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, Grand Theft Auto 5 is a freaking sort of pinnacle of gaming history um, oh, totally. with the amount that it sold and what they were able to do with it. 
but it's just the game came out in 2013 like, but good news is mm. that now that the the kids who were 10 when the the game came out originally they can <laughs> now go into a store and, and buy, buy it, it themselves <laughs> so it. there you go and then next year they can drink so it's all good yeah yeah as if they as if their parents didn't already buy it for them because they didn't right. care you know jeez <laughs> Um, well, I mean, listen, hopefully those kids don't age too much and die because then they'd become a ghost Um, and they might be in this new game, Ghostwire Tokyo from Bethesda, uh, giving me vibes of Bioshock meets Tokyo. Um, I don't know. What what did you think of this? I know we had the reveal, I think during the PlayStation five reveal showcase. Mm -hmm. Um, Alyssa, does this one look too spooky for you? Um, you know what? I don't think it looks too spooky for me. I think that it it's probably just not like my kind of thing. Yeah. I don't really love first person games. Um, I don't get what it's about from watching the trailer. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone does. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm like, oh, it's the girl from the ring. Oh, it's um, a horn man with horns on his head. Oh, a chunky guy with an umbrella. I don't understand yeah. it. Um, like genuinely watching this direct or this uh, showcase, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I consider myself a gamer. I'll, I'll play all these games. And then I watched it and I was like, this is boring. Oh no. Shoot. <laughs> uh, half the time I was like, this sucks. Like I right. don't want to play any of these games. And so far, like two games out of what we've done, like seven games, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two there, of yeah. them are on my, on my list, but yeah, I hope there's some good stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll see. Uh, Darcy, are, are, what did you think of uh, this trailer for this showing of Ghostwire Tokyo? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Again, mm-hmm. I've said it like three times, I think, already this this podcast alone. But I love Japanese media, and it looks like a lot of the <laughs> stuff in this game is inspired by traditional Japanese uh, folklore. Like yeah. a lot of the the monsters are yokai inspired. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. I will probably be playing it in the middle of the day with all the lights on in the room because yes. I again don't get, don't get along well with spooky games, but this one has definitely ha- doesn't definitely has me intrigued. You'll be playing this, and then you'll immediately have to run to your 3DS and play Yokai Watch uh, yeah, to get yeah, over Yeah, and a much happier one, a much lighter <laughs> yeah. spin on the, the whole folklore. The whole Yokai aspect. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's I think the trailer that came out during the reveal showcase for the PS5 got me a lot more hyped. Um, and I think it was also kind of part of being in that event and everything. That whole event was was banger after banger, it felt like. So, mm. you know, seeing this now, it kind of brought me down a little bit. Um, I think, honestly, I could see this game coming out anywhere between a 6 and an 8 out of 10. Um, mm. And if it is an 8 out of 10, awesome. But I, I'm thinking it might be more leaning towards 6. Um, I, I might be totally wrong. The story might really work, but I'm just, I'm less hype on this one. Now, speaking of, of a lot of hype, um, I know, Alyssa, you've got quite a bit of hype about this next one here and you're looking really forward to playing it uh and i know darcy you're a big fan of the medium as well for for or or the the original storyline for guardians of the galaxy coming october 26th of this year uh Alyssa, Mm -hmm. what did this trailer do for you uh it really shed a little bit more light on like what is gonna transpire of course i'm really excited to see that like the nova core is kind of involved in some Mm -hmm. capacity um the the fact that we only play as Star Lord yeah. is a little bit of a disappointment because mm. I really want to play as Rocket and Groot combined and do some kind of like tag team again Final Fantasy fifteen like uh, like teamwork deal. Um, I think that the the way that we're looking at this game in terms of like the comic book uh, characters, not like the movie characters, is a really great bridge from 
people like myself who started in the movies and are now going back into the comics and mm. living somewhere in between with with this uh, take on Guardians. I'm just excited to hear the banter, to see how the 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 turn not the turn based to see how the choices will uh, affect the the end game, no pun intended. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I love this ragtag team of characters. So, but but that's just so, it, Alyssa. Ragtag team of characters, and I know you can't mm-hmm. have one without the other. Exactly. But but you know why not call this a Star Lord game? Uh, yeah, if you the are legendary Star Lord, right? That would, uh, that would be great. I would totally play that game. Uh, but Darcy, mm-hmm. what are you thinking about this uh, this showing here? I think I'm really excited for it. And I, I, I personally understand why they're going with just the Star-Lord route. It's because he's the character who has the most growth on that team. Regardless, mm-hmm. like from their inception to the uh, everything like that, he's the one who shows the most growth, whereas all the other mm-hmm. ones are already at the peak of their, you know, you know, um, you know, role. You know, Rocket's a brilliant tactician who can make anything into a gun. Groot is the big guy who can smash stuff. Got a the master assassin, Gamora. Star-Lord is the only one who really grows as a, as a character and learns where he fits into the... The, the whole team thing. So I'm I I get where they're coming from, and just with every trailer this this they release for this game, I get more excited for it. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it now. Cool. I mean, yeah. I'm happy that you're both looking forward to it quite a bit. Oh, no. I feel like I might bring the vibe down a little bit, only because here's the thing: this the first showing of the game I thought worked so much better than this one. I thought this trailer did a big disservice to this game. Um, the jokes in this trailer did not land. The whole heart attack thing did not land for me. I was like, oh. Um, and then the, you know, the music, un- it didn't land as well. And for me, like, those are the absolute must-haves of Guardians of the Galaxy is is jokes and music. Uh, and so, you know, and, and that maybe that's something that, again, I'm kind of pulling from more the MCU mm-hmm. than the mm-hmm, comics. Mm-hmm. And I totally hear that. I'm, you know, I've got... <laughs> I've got two comic book fans, an expert comic <laughs> book fan and sort of a, a just getting back into the comic books totally. fan and uh, sitting in front of me like I feel like they're about to, to bite me like a vampire. But uh, before we get to oh. that announcement, I was really excited to see that pup Cosmo uh, show up in the game. Yes. I'm very happy to see the beautiful telepathic little... with the Russian accent and everything. So, That's so cute. And comic, ac- comic, ac- comic accurate stuff always gets me so excited. And, so, and like, seeing <laughs> the world mine, too. That's a big thing oh from gosh. the Nova Corps. So that fact that we're getting, like, we're seeing that in the game, I can't wait to see what the story is going to entail. Like, I'm wondering mm-hmm. if they're going to go the route that he's uh, a half Cree, like he's the son of the king of Cree, uh, of uh, the Cree uh, homeworld, Spartax mm. or whatever. So it'd be, again, I'm looking forward to the, the origins that they're going to be drawing from for this game. Well, I will say, you know, between Darcy, you come, you telling me about all the Cree and the Novas and the this and the that, and Alyssa, you talking about how it could possibly be the bridge for for more MCU fans like myself to the comics. Mm. Yeah, I'm down. You got me back in. I will play it. It's fine. Um, but please, please don't suck my blood because Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. What a name of a game. Uh, another <laughs> game cool. that looks like it might be a multiplayer game that gets played for a weekend again. <laughs> um, I don't know. Have any of you ever played the... The Vampire Masquerade games? No, nope. there's games. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's I, more that was that. news to me. Yeah, there's. It's like after a I looked it up, I yeah, after I looked it up and realized that this was based on something, I was like, huh. I just thought it was like a, a Lost Boys the game type thing. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not vampires. Okay. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, into it. I'm totally not no. into it. I really don't think it'll be that great. I really don't think it'll be that great. I really don't. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I'm. 
I'm stuck in a loop there because the next announcement is as I'll maybe should I stop yes. Death Loop <laughs> coming out September <laughs> 14th in like four days as of this recording. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we needed to see it again. <laughs> no clue. But, um, Just a reminder, but, I guess. You know, I, I think I'm still stoked for it. Uh, mm-hmm. The trailer didn't get me less stoked. I just don't need to see more. Um, Darcy, what are your thoughts on Death Loop? Everything you just said basically sums it up for me. I'm really excited yeah. for it. I've been excited for it for a while. I feel like they almost threw it in here just to remind people, like, yes, all these great games we have planned are still a ways away, but this other great game is just around the corner, so... Don't worry, we're, we're going to give you something soon. I feel like that was their intention with showing it again. Yeah, this was an advertisement. It was filler for the showcase, and that's okay. When oh, yeah. you've got a game that looks this good, I guess it's fine. Uh, I've, I've never been into the Dishonored games. Alyssa, did you ever play Dishonored 1 or 2? Mm-hmm. Never. No, yeah. Darcy, I, I enjoyed it. I, I played it ca- like pretty casually. I think only one, one playthrough or something like yeah. that. But I enjoyed it. It was a fun mechanic, so I'm looking forward to seeing what what Deathloop has in store. Yeah. And I think with its characters and especially the soundtrack that we were hearing there, and I just think it's going to have a really great uh, gameplay loop. Uh, mm-hmm. No pun intended that time. Yeah. Uh, or was it? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure because I, I maybe I have some amnesia. Uh, kid amnesia <laughs> from Radiohead <laughs> and Epic what? Games, November 21. What's going on with this? Was it? What is this? Does anyone have any ideas? Another art project by Radiohead? I, I don't know. Like that's all it feels like to me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Alyssa, you're the Fortnite fan. They've been doing some freaky stuff in that Fortnite with all the different, you know, sort of partnerships that they have. Do you think this is just another situation similar to that with with Epic Games? You know, I'm going to be so honest. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm 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 literally like I have it up and I'm just like skipping through it and I was yeah. like what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I mean if it's Radiohead and Epic Games it could be definitely there's a very good chance there could be like an in concert right like, in in game concert sort sure of event yeah but yeah there was I feel like there was like zero need for that in in this it, it <laughs> felt like it could have been a tweet more than more than kind oh, of popping into here I did I, I do think though the music was dope but you you can't get me excited for what I think is a new control game and then you know make me less excited but still kind of excited because it's Radiohead I don't know I don't know um I kind of looked at it and I was just like cha uh speaking of cha cha or chia uh, I'm not sure quite how to pronounce it um, this looks really beautiful and gorgeous and cute and relaxing. Um, it was one of those trailers that I think slowly brought me in and then the music sort of swelled up and then I was like, I am, I've got chills. Um, it was, you know, the music was being done by, uh, indigenous Melanesian choirs and musicians, which is speaking to the, you know, the, the original, sorry, the, the actual developers, um, are basing it off of New Macedonia uh, and it looks it looks gorgeous. I don't know. I can't wait to be a little turtle. Do you not want to mm-hmm. be a turtle? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I was reading on the PlayStation blog and the games director was talking about the respect that they have for the culture of. Uh, sorry, I said New Macedonia. Earlier. New Caledonia. New Caledonia. New Caledonia. Yeah. There you. it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, you know, the, he was kind of talking about how the studio is using a very similar approach to how Studio Ghibli treats Japanese culture in their films and so that kind of got me amped plus a playable ukulele just mm-hmm. like in Last of Us Part 2 come oh, on hell yeah. come yeah, on and then, 
some like Mario Odyssey style mechanics too, taking over just the reign of animals mm-hmm. and creatures. Like I, it it looks like Wind Waker style art, which I right. I always love too. It looks like you said very cute and relaxing, and I'm all all for one of those type of games. And do you think they 100%. played Breath of the Wild in at any point? <laughs> <laughs> you Might totally took the words out of my mouth. I yeah. was gonna say it was some kind of like mix bag of Super Mario Odyssey meets uh, Animal Crossing meets totally. Legend of Zelda. So I think that they have a lot of inspiration to pull from. And I mean, who doesn't want to pet a crab? He looks so cute. Alyssa, we were talking uh, off air about this, but you've got, you know, fellow video dame, uh, Megan Clara draws. Oh, totally. And we were just, the, she was the first person we thought of uh, when, <laughs> when this uh, trailer dropped. Yes. Um, so I'm stoked for her to get to play that. And I'm also stoked for a lot of people to get to play a game that maybe they've not gotten to play because it's only been on PlayStation. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's the Uncharted series. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection uh, is coming. I think it's uh, it's like fully remastered for, for PlayStation 5. Early 2022 with the PC version coming out shortly after uh, the PlayStation mm-hmm. version. Uh, I mean, more Uncharted for more people. Never a bad thing. I mean, what is this? T- are either of you going to jump back into Uncharted at any point in time? Or did you not play the DLC? Um, I have the Lost Legacy, but I have not played it. So I'm going to take this opportunity to play it on my PS5. Because like we said earlier, there's not been a whole lot of things. Uh, PlayStation's been playing the long game. So I'm happy to jump back in and, and uh, explore the story of uh, those two beautiful ladies who... Uh, I guess are his nemesis in the first, the second and the third, right? Second totally. and third game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's. I, I mean, I loved that DLC. Uh, it's totally worth playing. It's actually one of my favorite of the Uncharted series, mm-hmm. even over some of the mainline games. So um, I really, really dug it, and I think those characters are fantastic. So it's it's awesome. More people are going to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat uh, in that I never played the DLC, but I'm definitely going to pick it up for the PS5, especially if it's been remastered. It's more of a reason to play the, the system, and this the game stands out so, or starts so well on the original, like the PS4 and all the originals, so I can't wait to see what they do bringing it to the next generation. Very cool, mm-hmm. very cool. And let's kind of, you know, Alyssa, you brought up the concept of playing the long game, and I think yeah. this, as you mentioned, this, uh, this, this whole showcase sort of played a little bit of the long game, um, but this, you know, we had Herman Hulst come out and he's like, the next games you're going to see are way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he he's kind like, of, this was the, the trailers show. before the movie. Here's <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes. And then there's 12 minutes of all this good it's stuff. It's going to be incredible. And holy <laughs> crap, bub. I, can I say bub anymore? Uh, we, we got freaking Wolverine. The Insomniac logo comes up, and I'm like, this is a departure for Peter Parker. Is he going to be singing in a bar, or what's what's going (laughs) on? And then we see the Knuckles. What what was your initial, you know, uh, impressions of this reveal uh, for Wolverine? I, oh, man, I wasn't surprised, because as soon as I heard the music and I saw the hat, I was like, no, tell me it's Logan. It's Logan. Tell me it's fucking Logan. (laughs) And then he went, bing! And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was stoked. Oh, my God. And um, I know it's like a very minor thing, but the font style that they picked for this game is perfect. I don't know what it is about in- Insomniac and their like typeface choices, but it's just beautiful. Yeah. It already it was like 25 seconds long. And I'm already like, when do I when do I pre-order? Give me give me. Yeah. I want it. I want to pre-order it right now. Take the money. 
Yeah. Uh, Wolverine is uh, one of my favorite comic uh, book characters. Like he's been based on one of the reasons why I got into comics so heavily is because I loved his character and how he's in all on all teams and stuff like that. He's crossed every part of the uh, the Marvel universe basically in some way, way, shape, or form. And so I'm so excited. The main thing I'm looking forward to is I hope he gets a lot more gory than Spider Man. Like you can't have those claws and not see people get sliced and diced and have blood yes. spray everywhere. Like I want to go berserk as Wolverine and the villains right. that are were proposed to like that are possible to enter in this game all ruthless killers like i cannot wait for this game at like at all like it's so excited i totally hear you it's gonna need to be rated m for mature if it's not that's gonna be a really big misstep because that's really you know i think my uh, my favorite movie of any wolverine movie is logan and they had Mm -hmm. to go hard r with that one in order to uh to achieve what they wanted to and it it's just so much more comic accurate you know from what i'm aware of of logan and especially like old man logan and it looks like they're going cowboy logan with this one mm-hmm. i hope cowboy. i hope you get to ride a horse at some point or maybe a bicycle i don't it's know it's a motorcycle. motorcycle logan's his his <laughs> mo- uh, transportation of choice is always a motorcycle yeah, so yeah. there better be a nice hog in that game Totally, totally. A, a big old hog. Um, and I also uh, wanted to just shout out from PlayStation blog, Ryan Schneider, who's from Insomniac. Um, you know, I wanted to sort of read this little blurb here that I found really interesting. So he says, uh, so many of the Insomniac team are such huge fans of the character. And one of the key elements that drew us to, to him uh, is surprisingly not that different from Spider-Man. Both heroes feel deeply compelled to defend people who are less able to do so. Marvel's Wolverine is a standalone game being directed mm. by Brian Horton, uh, the creative director, and Cameron Christian, who's also the game's director, uh, who recently led the creative efforts on Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, a game we're extremely proud of at at Insomniac. In the vein of Spider-Man games, uh, our goal here is not only to respect the DNA of what makes the character so popular, but also look for opportunities to make it feel fresh and truly uh, reflect the Insomniac spirit. Even though Marvel's Wolverine is very early in development, uh, again, very early in development, from what I've seen of its emotional narrative and cutting-edge gameplay, he says, see what I did there? Uh, the team is already... <laughs> see, even he's making puns. The team is already creating something truly special. And then this is the part that sort of threw me off a little bit, because he did say standalone game, but then he says, being able to build a new original universe with Spider-Man and now Wolverine is such an honor for so much of us at so Insomniac the same Games. universe? Is this... Mm-hmm. Can you... Like, can we get... Everyone, just Insomniac, make all the Marvel games from now on. I'd be okay on. with that. I'd, I'd be, be so on board okay too. That. I'd be on board too. Because those characters, right. again, have a, have a history together in the comics already. Like Wolverine has interacted with everyone from Marvel. So there are so many opportunities to tell new stories with new characters just by introducing them or name dropping them in this one game. And I'm mm-hmm. again, I'm looking forward to everything that this might set up for future Insomniac universe uh, Marvel games. Oh, I'm so 100%. Okay I think mm-hmm. we've waited long enough for a good studio to take on the Marvel uh, IP and just run with it. So if, mm-hmm. if Insomniac, we trust, I want to see a Daredevil game. I want to oh, yes. see, oh man, like, could you freaking imagine how it would look? That's, <laughs> I just picture that stupid thing from uh, Vampire Blood Hunt where like the like, um, do you, you like know, the sonar almost the sonar. that they use. Yeah. 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 It's like you can't see New York City because you're a bat. So you just got to see it with sonar. (laughs) I think it would be sick if Insomniac just like went for it because we know that Marvel's Avengers like from Square Enix was like, okay, Mm -hmm. but Miles Morales, amazing. Original Spider-Man, amazing. This going to be amazing. And Mm -hmm. like I just 
I have to just shout out the idea that like so many people are like, well, they didn't show his face like uh, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, no, you know what? I think, we, as you said, Alyssa, in, Insomniac, we trust the fact that they've totally. given us two games, you know, with Peter Parker. I mean, looking different even between the two games, but <laughs> but, yeah. but but even more specifically, not being Tom Holland or not being Toby. It, we, we've gotten to a place where I think we're comfortable enough and we trust Insomniac enough to say, make him be a fresh take on Wolverine while still bringing from the original. I have a question for you both. Mm-hmm. If you could pick a voice actor or someone to do motion capture for this character, who would it be? Oh, shoot. I, I thought yeah. about it who a little bit. I, I thought about it a little bit and I just thought about like who has the kind of like edge, but also the charm, um, who has that really deep growly kind of voice. I thought about um, Roger Clark who plays Arthur Morgan. Oh yeah. In Red Dead Redemption. Like without the, like the draw Southern. Yeah. Like if he like deepened his voice even more and maybe gave it a little bit of grit, I think that would be a really great Logan. That's yeah, almost that'd too be perfect. good. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, I never even thought of that. I, just, I, don't, I don't know if I hearing have that snicked was enough for me. They got yes. the blades coming out, the sound right for that. So yeah, I'm sure they'll do the character right justice. <laughs> I was gonna totally. say like Christopher Judge, but I think he's a little busy with some other stuff that we might yeah. get to uh, in the future. Um, and you know, I just love seeing Insomniac and how many games they're putting out. They've got such a drive to put out great games. Speaking of drive. Gran Turismo 7 uh, is uh, was shown off. I I never really played Gran Turismo. Um, it looks stunning. Uh, I think I'm going to have a lot of friends who are going to be obsessed with this game and showing me, you know, screenshots of their custom cars in the rain. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I'm more of a, I'm less a sim racer guy and more of a new, you know, like maybe more like uh, Forza Horizon style racer or kart racer at the if we're gonna go really arcade mario uh yeah a little bit of mario kart in there so if i can't throw shells in gran turismo i don't know if i yeah. want to play i don't know yeah the last time i played a, a racing game was in 2003 i played uh, project gotham racing 2 and it was awesome and yeah. that's it that's all i got i don't want go. anymore yeah yeah, like yeah. I'm, if, if they do another midnight club or if they do one of those um what was the one where you like crash you have to like crash burnout. I burnout. Was gonna, that's again. That's the racing game I like, where you yeah. are meant to destroy things and stuff like that. Because the the better these driving games get, the worse at them I become. Because yeah. I just I can't deal with all the like how realistic they make the driving. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, like you said, I'm sure to look beautiful and I'm sure everything is going to be like true to life, but not my cup of tea. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, yeah. I wish it was a, a twisted metal commercial. Or oh, like a that'd be great. Twisted Metal would have been... How sick would, would it have been up. if there was a Twisted Metal car in the game and then it turns into Burnout? <laughs> like, oh, God. That's so like they, rude. Like if they, if I could, how sick would that be if the if the, if the Criterion put out a trailer and it was like, it looks like, oh, this is another, this is another Gran Turismo, and then it just slowly turns into a Twisted Metal cross Burnout? Like, <laughs> come just, on. Re, just the, the Demolition Derby with just, the nicest cars you can imagine? Sony, hire me. Trust me. I know what the people want. <laughs> I know um, what I'm doing. I will catch them in my web. Speaking of webs, holy crap. Insomniac, for the, the studio to be called Insomniac is fitting yeah. because they don't yeah. sleep. They never <laughs> sleep. How did they sleep? Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man is coming back with Miles Morales in the game as well. I mean, come on. What, what, how did you, did you flip out? Like, what? 
Uh, well, the first thing I took away was that it's got to be Craven. Craven oh. is hunting the spiders, and I am I love so excited for that because he is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains, just trying to find the most, the ultimate prey, the ultimate game to hunt, and two spiders and what like Venom is he going to go after Venom now? Like there is so much potential for this game, and like that, this, this brief little cinematic got me so excited. Unreal, unreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alyssa, what were your initial thoughts when you saw? Spidey show up, then Miles, then Venom, all narrated by potentially Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I mean, I was really hoping it wasn't going to be like, combo pack, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, you can buy them both together for PS5. <laughs> like a po- and, Pokemon situation? <laughs> well, you know how they do like re-releases, or mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we updated oh, yeah. this, or oh, now we're selling it on PS5. It's like, right. yeah, it's already happened, so... <laughs> Um, I was really crossing my fingers and hoping that wasn't the case. I did for a split second think that instead of like Peter Parker or Miles Morales, they were going to do uh, like a Venom game rather oh, yeah. than kind of just combining the two. Cause I'm mm-hmm. assuming that either we'll be able to do um, like co-op play or the story will kind of bounce back and forth between you know, like Peter GTA and Miles. GTA 5 style. That's what I was thinking was maybe yes. we'll get like story swaps mid combat or mid mid mission, something like that. And it would exactly. be really cool if it sort of led up to now you can also play as Venom, I think would be a really cool Ooh. thing if they could keep that a secret all the way up to, you know, even after launch even. Um, but I did see on the PlayStation blog, and I, I hate to dash any dreams of, of co-op because I think that would be so cool. Um, but they are right. saying it is, yes, the, they, they quoted the most epic single-player adventure yet. So I think it is going to, as you said, going to sort of jump from, from character to character. Um, one thing that I, I did see here is... Um, that they've got the I just recently watched Candyman and so Tony Todd who's uh kind of one of the bigger characters in the Candyman most recent Candyman movie um he is coming in to voice Venom and so he has very much that like oh you wow know, deep dark voice and then they've got your Lowenthal back uh, which is amazing and Naji Jader who is going to be coming back they're both coming back for Peter Miles so I am I'm just like, I can't believe how dope this game's going to be. I love the idea of like sort of the the combo takedowns where if you're maybe if you're near Miles, you can initiate a takedown and then he'll just jump in and help you out. And it's ah so cool. Also, hot take. I think this like PlayStation Spider-Man uh, costume is my favorite out of anything. Wow. Oh, it's, that... It is so sharp and like updated. I agree totally. Oh, yeah. That white spider. Whew. Cheers. Oh, baby. Cheers. Looks great. Cheers. And like um, they recently brought that character to the comics in the, the Gamerverse oh, yeah. line of comics. And it's the character's story continues through like per, like perfectly, basically. You kind of get that whole what he's doing with MJ when he goes out of town and Miles Morales. So like, I love the really? suit in those pages, and it's great on the screen. Like it is, It feels like, a, like the Spider-Man suit of all Spider-Man suits to me. Like I totally agree with you. It's the mm-hmm. best one yet. Cool. Well, I mean, I can't wait to see how Miles fills out that that you know new Spider-Man suit. How he kind of you know turns into a man. You know, we saw sort of saw him as a boy, uh, and so I am so excited for this next announcement. I was wondering how you're gonna get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was uh, fine. Yep. I had to I had to shoot my webs all through New York City to get there, but Gross. I found a way to get there. We're gonna keep moving on here, um, <laughs> just like Kratos does in God of War. Yes, the official title. Ragnarok. Holy crap. What a way to to wrap up this showcase after getting punched in the face with both the Insomniac announcements. We get God of War Ragnarok. I mean, come on. Uh, initial impressions, I got to hear them. Nuts. 
nuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. it. That's all we got. Yeah. Yep, I'm stoked. I'm a huge fan of Norse mythology, so I never really played any of the earlier God of War games, but mm. when they made that transition to Norse, I was immediately hooked. And the fact that we got the Tyr reveal in this, who's basically the Norse God of War and Justice, yes. I, I am so excited to see how he plays into this story that, again, they've, they're turning Norse mythology on its head while still really drawing from it. So I can't wait to see how this Ragnarok plays out. It's yeah. so cool. Tyr, Tyr uh, is kind of going to be the, he, I mean, he is the Norse god of war. And so to see him coming in, being played by Ben uh, Pendergast, and then we've got Thor going to be in this game as well, along with Odin. Um, I'm just super stoked. The way that they're designing Thor, they put up an image on Instagram, and he looks like a big, burly, sort of hedonistic mm-hmm. man-child. He has red hair. He's got a big gut. Uh, and he's he's uh, definitely different than the uh, the Australian hunky Thor uh, that we might <laughs> be used to. Totally, um, I I have a very uh, unfortunate thing to say. Uh, okay. I have I have not finished the first God of War yet. Totally. And you know what? Watching this trailer, I have no fucking clue <laughs> what happened in the first one. I'm like, okay, they survived, great. Um, I think I'm probably about like. 50% done. Yeah. So I'm glad that this didn't really, to what I can see, didn't really spoil anything for me. Uh, so this just kind of amps me up to go back and actually finish. And totally. uh, from what I can see and from what I've played out of the first uh, installment, it's it's unbelievable. It's so well done. So My good. favorite thing, I really hope that they continue it through because I'm sure that's probably one of the... Uh, one of the most important things for them is to keep that like no cuts sequence going. Yeah. The one shot. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. And I, I think that's absolutely part of the design of going into this game. I mean, um, if, if anything, you know, this just looks like more God of War. Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool how they, they sort of fixed the slower travel of the boat um, with now it looks like he's on a sleigh with wolves. <laughs> like that's so Dog sled nice. team. Yeah. Dog sled team is so cool. Um, there is a bit of boats going on as well. But t- if anything, I think this is like this is the Majora's Mask to God of War's Ocarina. And I'm totally OK with it. it we're getting more varied enemy design. We're getting more sort of movement and, and action. And we just get to see where these characters go. I will say for those who are listening who haven't played the original God of War, don't watch this trailer. Alyssa, don't rewatch this trailer um, because there absolutely is some pretty big spoilers in it. I'm glad you didn't okay. catch them. I'm glad you didn't catch them. <laughs> I was um, like, I but, don't know what's happening. Yeah. It looks cool. <laughs> but, um, but yes, once you finish that game and then you go back and rewatch this trailer, I think you're going to freak out even more. Um, one thing that was really interesting to note, uh, Eric Williams, who's taking over the directing role from Corey Balrog, who did God of War 2018, mm-hmm. said that this game is going to cap off the Norse series. So do, where do you think we see, you know, I mean, Darcy, having played the first one and being really into that sort of Norse mythology, we had Greek mythology in the previous games. Where do you see them going after this? What do you think? I mean, the next myth- mythos that I'm a big fan of following Norse is probably Egypt. And I think it'd be really cool to go into that era because be their gods are pretty, like, neutral. They all kind of represent both good and bad, and depending on what circumstances you're looking at them. So I think that'd be a really unique way or uh, avenue for them to go down after this. Especially because Ragnarok means the death of all the Norse god- gods. So, I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a very fitting close to the series if that's the case. I think it'll be really cool. I do... There is a series um, called, uh, oh, I can't, 
I can't quite remember what it is, but it's about gods in the modern world. Uh, and I was wondering if that would be something. It was based on a comic book as well. Um, but I, I think I read the comic. It's just slipping my right? mind, it's too. It's escaping my brain. But anyways, um, the, some of the gods that are in it, like there's like the, one of the gods, and it's like he's the internet. And he's a god, and it's like super cool. Um, and like, I don't know if they would go that far with with Kratos. It, maybe that would be the game after the next series of games. Um, but I would, I think, I would really dig sort of seeing them uh, the modern that gods take on the modern gods. Like, the yeah, gods even looking at American gods as a as an example. That's, the, that's, that's it. American that's gods. The that book. was the one that's I'm talking the about. Book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking of another. There's another comic series that uh, that goes down that road. Uh, it's the Wicked and the Divine, and it's like, what if every two or seventy years. A, a group of people get the powers of gods for two years and then they die. So mm. it's a, another another cool way of uh, modern exploration of these gods. So there's yeah, mm. modern gods would definitely be a re- really cool way to bring God of War to the next century type thing. You know what I mean? It'd be really interesting. I think it would be really scary if they went for like pagan gods because from what oh. I've seen in Supernatural, pagan gods are freaking messed up. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So scary. So I think that would be interesting. Maybe yeah. like Roman mythology, like Jupiter and Mercury. But oh, cool! I mean, I didn't play the first ones, so I guess I got to go circle back and see the Greek mythology because it gotta gotta rip my my people. You know, there you go. <laughs> go yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, listen, the unbelievable last section of that showcase. Um, I know for me. I think this the showcase. I think it did quite a few things right, right at the beginning, like right at the first, you know, up until mm-hmm. Forspoken. Then it drags a lot in the middle, and then we get some of the the I'll say four and a half because I think Gran Turismo looked really nice. Uh, bangers right at the end. Wolverine being kept a secret up until now really elevated this showcase for me. So I I think this is like I I would put this probably just under their PlayStation Five reveal showcase. Um, for kind of how amped I was uh, after seeing this. But I want to know, uh, Alyssa, what did you think of, you know, how would you rank this overall PlayStation Showcase for you? Ooh, are we giving it like a special, like... I mean, we don't have to give it a score or anything. <laughs> you, just, you just say how, you know, what were your overall thoughts on it? Um, I would give it probably like a like an 8 out of 10. Like comparing it to other companies, like any Nintendo Directs that I've seen or any like Xbox announcements it was definitely it left me with excitement it left me with here are things i'm going to play next month here are things that i'm going to play next uh february and here are things i'm going to play two years from now so i i see a projection of what i took out of this uh announcement um i can't say that for a lot of other company announcements so i'm quite excited for what's to come and this is only a, like a snapshot of what playstation has coming like we yeah. didn't see anything about like hogwarts legacy that's what mm-hmm. i was really excited to, to right. see yeah or what's but... coming from naughty dog next right like exactly exactly so it's gonna be a very interesting oh, year or so yeah totally yeah <laughs> I, how about yourself i'm on the uh, same as Alyssa. i get definitely eight out of ten uh it got me excited to own the the console again, and it, it set up like she was saying. Like I have the next three years of games planned out already, based on what I saw and what I'm looking forward to from the showcase. So, totally hit it out of the park for me. I am I blown away by a lot of these announcements, and I I can't wait for them to start coming out. Very cool. All right. Well, listen, we are. Uh, I'm getting told that the next group needs to come in for, for the next podcast, so we, we do have to wrap up. Um, but I want to just mention uh, a couple more things uh, before we wrap up. I mean, Darcy, I know you don't necessarily have anything to like 
promote other than like this podcast or like maybe watch club that you're on every week. Um, mm-hmm. That's but, it. <laughs> uh, is there, is there a recommendation for a game that you just can't put down right now uh, for, for our listeners? Uh, recently I grabbed, uh, the quietest of the nights or uh, literally, sorry, quietest of the nights for switch, uh, very dark souls esque Metroidvania game. And I addicted to it. I, it is so punishing some of the boss fights and I, I keep going back for more. I love it. Ender Lily's quietest, uh, quietest, quietest of uh, <laughs> it's a weird name. name. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. name. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Um, yeah, but, but it's yeah. a wicked it's gameplay. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Cool. Okay. I mean, I love side scrollers. Um, uh, the action RPG sort of genre is, is especially when they, you start comparing it to like Castlevania. Um, interesting. Okay. Very cool stuff. Uh, Alyssa. Can you let the wonderful geeks know where they can find you and all the wonderful work you do? Uh, and I then at the end to. of that, let them know about a game that you can't stop playing that's not Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we run a, a fun little show called Video Dames the Podcast, where right now we're going through What If, but we're going to jump into some more gaming uh, news and stories and, and ideas in the next few months. So it'll be called Video Dames the Podcast. You can find us on any uh, podcast service. I've been filling a lot of my time with streaming on Twitch. So mm-hmm. like twice to three times a week, I stream on uh, twitch.tv slash it's your girl, Alyssa. And I've been playing Fortnite a whole lot. Very excited for the new season. But one game that I've played outside of that, uh, and I have been playing, I'm trying to finish it, is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. So nice. my love for... Uh, for Roger Clark really came out in this episode, and I can't yeah. wait to jump back Number in. Number one Roger Clark fan, Alyssa. <laughs> I love you, Roger. Um, well, that is super dope, and I, that game is so long, you could probably just play it forever and ever and ever. I think I'm only uh, like 60%, and I've been playing it since February, so it's all good. Yeah, just yeah. keep going There's so forever. much game there. So. It's so It's so, so amazing, though, oh, so yeah. I'm okay with it. Very cool. Uh, well, if any of you cowpokes also want to uh, catch me playing some games, uh, I also do that over on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash NatePlaysGames. Um, and I'm I'm probably going to be playing Splitgate. I can't lie. I, I was telling, I think I told both of you about this off air. Halo meets Portal, arena combat, arena arena shooter. I mean, it's just, it. I, I, I got a chance to play the, the flight test for the Halo uh, Halo Infinite <laughs> uh, game that's coming out, uh, and I am—I was so blown away by that, but I also got this crazy itch all over my body, and I was like, I need to play more Halo. And so Splitgate comes up, and it's—it was a game that was released like three years ago, but nobody paid attention to it. So it's kind of having its mm-hmm. like Among Us moment because of the Halo Ooh. flight test, I think. And so. I am loving it, and the best part about it is for all the people who are listening, like, oh, I love, I love, I wish I could play Halo, but I only got PlayStation. Well, guess what, you crazy person? You can also <laughs> play Splitgate on PlayStation, on PC, and play with your friends because it is cross-play. It's incredible. I am, I'm so blown away by this free game. Uh, everyone should download it. We're all gonna have a big giant fun party. Uh, over on the stream and we'll get everyone to play it together um that is it for for this week uh of the geek centric podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode uh and if you did make sure to subscribe to us wherever you like to listen to podcasts because we are geek centric and you can be too which means you can also check us out on youtube at youtube.com slash geek centric you can follow us on twitter at geek centric yt and you can follow us on instagram at we are geek centric uh you can also check me out on instagram at nate plays games to see when i'm going live on twitch 
Keep in mind, we have our reviews and reactions for the latest and greatest movies uh, and series out now, like our reaction to the Matrix Resurrections trailer. Really quick, did either of you watch the Matrix Resurrections trailer? Darcy, mm-hmm. are you amped for it? I'm amped and also very confused, which I guess <laughs> is a good thing going into the Matrix. And Alyssa, you're shaking your head. I think you took the blue pill. Are you not, you're not a Matrix I've, person? I've seen the first one. I watched okay. the first one a couple months ago. The good one. So I'm going to watch the others. And then nice. the good one. Yes, that makes me excited <laughs> to watch the next ones. <laughs> there we go. Very cool. Keep in mind, we also have our spoiler-filled and spoiler-free review of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, we also have our ongoing watch club as well for Marvel's What If... Uh, continuing week to week. So go give those episodes a listen and leave us a five-star review uh, as it would really help support us and help us keep getting the great content out for all of you listeners. Alyssa, Darcy, thank you so much for joining me for today's reaction episode. And as we say, play play has has no no limits. limits.